You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and with me once again is Brandon Hiltabidel, who's the Director of Groups Ministries for Lifeway. Brandon, I'm psyched. We are continuing our look through Unit 25 of the Gospel Project for Adults, Volume 9, Jesus the Savior. This week, we are continuing on with Session 3, Jesus Teaches Difficult Truths. Jesus is about to tell us to eat his body. That's right. That's about to happen. That's right. That's that's some pretty serious stuff right there. So, but, um, so in this session... We're looking at what happened after Jesus' miracle of feeding the 5,000 in uh, John chapter 6. And we're going to be focusing, as as you mentioned, on this message that Jesus gave specifically his teaching that those who follow him must eat his flesh and drink his blood. Pretty hard (laughs) thing to understand, wouldn't you say? For sure. Yeah. And so... This is something that when he taught this, a whole ton of people, they were following him. And then all of a sudden he drops this bomb and they all leave. And it is, a, it is a teaching of his that is still really, really confusing today. But as your group studies this passage together, um, we're, gonna, we're sure that it is going to lead to some really fruitful discussion. And we hope some life change as well. So, uh, so Brandon, what would you say is the most important takeaway from this session from your perspective? Yeah, from my perspective, uh, it was pretty clear what I would want to uh, guard against as I, as I led this, ses- this session. The summary in the leader's guide says the goal of this session is to see Jesus through his own words and ministry. And it's that last bit, the own words and ministry that jumps out to me. Um, and just uh, those of you who lead groups. It's just a reminder that Jesus doesn't need us to make him powerful or effective or desirable or whatever else it may be. I mean, let him and his own words and his own ministry speak for itself. Uh, Just reminding our hearts, he made everything. He made everyone. He knows how we think and feel and react and what we want more than we know. Um, So our churches you know, need to resist the urge to pretty Jesus up uh, or to, to water Jesus down in hopes that people will understand him or, or, or want him. I would just say, you know, group leaders, Aaron, Jesus can handle himself. Mm-hmm. And he said, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life in yourselves. He said that. And we, uh, in, in leading this session, we get to help people wrestle with that incredible truth, not ignore it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, putting up Jesus is absolutely one of the things that we're all tempted to and guilty of at times. All of us do this. And if, and I'm just going to be real straight. If you're like, well, I don't do that, you're lying right now. <laughs> you absolutely do. Because we all do. And you know how I know? Because you don't want to teach this passage. Yeah. No one wants to teach this passage. It's it's such an easy thing to get to get uh, sucked into. I remember, I mean, I was nineteen or twenty, so grace for me. But when I was doing student <laughs> ministry uh, years ago, I actually said that my job description was to was to make it clear that cool people could like Jesus. Wow! I said that. 
Wow. Like, oh, man, I just want the world to know that cool people can like Jesus. Right. The world doesn't need to know that. And they certainly, even if they did, they were never going to learn it through me. I don't know why I thought that I had that capability <laughs> in myself anyway. Well, you had swoopy hair at the time, right? Yeah, that, that was the key. Yeah. So so that's going to be the thing, right? And, I mean, that's really that's really the secret of making cool people like Jesus <laughs> is having good hair. <laughs> so, but, so don't do that. No, no. But uh, but here's the thing. This is if we if we come to this passage, if we deal with it honestly, it can help us deal honestly with our own temptation to pretty up Jesus. Um, But it requires us to humble ourselves. Yeah. And so that's going to be a challenge with this one. Um, And speaking of challenges, Brandon, what would you say is a challenger issue that uh, you found in this session? There's a couple of them here. Uh, first of all, maybe cannibalism. Yeah, that counts. Uh, <laughs> there's there's going to be uh, some discussion of cannibalism, which is not uh, typically uh, top of mind. Uh, so hopefully you can keep the time from being too much about Silence of Lambs or whatever you're... Yeah, limit the uh, fava bean jokes to like one. Um but another challenge that's clearly more important than battling cannibalism uh, and might hit closer to home for the people in your group is the contrast that the session takes uh, to the you have what it takes message of the world. It's actually the leader guide pulls out uh, something from the DDG in that. And that that is a core message of the culture that we live in, at least here in America. The Bible is super clear, though, that we don't have what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, without Jesus, we 100% never have what it takes. Um, however, Dora the Explorer is already telling my little girls that they have uh, what they need inside, and it's not just Dora. Everyone, everyone everywhere, at least in North America, is hearing is hearing that message that they have what it takes, that 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 they have what they need inside them, and it's a challenge that that we are going to face as we teach this text. Yeah. Definitely. Um, You know, from my perspective, aside from that, and definitely want to echo that, I think from a a theological perspective, there is something interesting that is going to potentially be a challenge for you, depending on your context. Um, Really, that comes down to rabbit trailing. And so I know that when I'm in a group, I get really tempted to to go off on a to go off on a tangent uh, just because something interests me, um, yeah. that's not a good idea. Just so you guys know, that's not a good idea when you're leading a group. <laughs> um, uh, it's fine for after and uh, and for side conversations, that kind of thing. But one of the one one of the areas that this is going to have that kind of temptation with is really um, particularly if you have folks who are coming from a Roman Catholic background in your group, which is the whole deal with the Eucharist. And so people may want to unpack or explore whether or not this passage is speaking to that because Roman Catholic doctrine suggests that it does. So what I would encourage you to do is pay really close attention to the the additional commentary for the for point one, which you'll find on page 40 of your leader guide. The content there is going to be super helpful. It'll prep you for dealing with the with the side conversation that you need to have but you need to not let be uh, not let overtake your actual group time so Brandon what is an encouragement that we have for leaders yeah uh, this is a tough text mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's tough in and of itself because of language, but it also happens to hammer on a core message of our culture. And so my encouragement for you leaders is to rejoice the fact that you aren't alone in, in wrestling with these words um, or, or even with this message. Uh, the leader guide reminds us that, that this message was one of the main emphasis of the Reformation. Um, and any time as a leader or as a teacher that I get to feel like I'm tapped into the sort of the history of the church, to the lifeblood of the church, um, and really in, in, in this case going all the way back to Jesus' time, I just love feeling the weight of history behind me and the weight of just the disciples that have made disciples that have made disciples of disciples, that the legacy of discipleship all the way back to Jesus' days. I love feeling attached to that because it's really clear here that the disciples have, have been wrestling with drink the blood of Jesus and eating the body of Jesus since the very moment that he said it. So this is not a new discomfort that you are feeling. And so history is on, on your side in this. So be comforted by that. Yeah. In addition to that, I mean, I would encourage also letting the message of point two really take root in your own heart. I mean, you need the Holy Spirit's help to teach this just as much as your group needs the Holy Spirit's help to understand it. So I would just encourage as you are taking hopefully um, a lot of time in prep for this session to also take a lot of that time in prayer. So seek his help. Seek it again. Keep seeking it Mm -hmm. because he will give you all the help that you need to understand this. All right, so uh, that is about all we've got for today. So uh, thank you for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.